everyone, I'm Jesse, editor of Adventures in Odyssey Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob, producer of the Odyssey Adventure Club. Welcome to the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast. Today we have a really special podcast because artist Gary Locke is joining us live from Missouri. That's right, Gary has been an illustrator for Adventures in Odyssey for decades, and he's going to join us today, teach us a little bit about how to draw. Hey, Gary. Hey. All right. Glad you could be with us. Thanks. Good to be here. Well, looking out there, we already see that uh, you're working on something, but uh, it, you're not using uh, the typical uh, pen and paper anymore, are you? No, no. I moved five years ago into go. I just went fully digital five years ago. A friend of mine that I used to work with, when he died, I, at, right after that, I thought, what would he ask me to do if, if he was around? He'd say, go digital right now. So I did. I just jumped right in. haven't picked up a... I've done two sketches on paper since 2008. Wow. Now that Barrett, I know, is going to be in the uh, October issue of Clubhouse Magazine in our Jones and Parker. Um, so tell us what you're doing there, and I know uh, it's a little bit different because I don't think you've ever drawn a, a profile of Barrett before. We've, we've got Barrett. He's running for the door. I'm not. I don't think I should tell you why, but he's running for the door, and he's happy about it. Uh huh. So it, it kind of is. It, it was almost a behind view, and, and Jenny, the art director, she said, you know, I'd rather not show him from behind, so let's design something up where where he's kind of from the side or something like that. So we did several, <laughs> several sketches. He's got a couch here, and it's going to be a doorknob. There's going to be a doorknob over here that he's reaching for. Okay. And I already know that they're going to ask me to make his hand smaller. Okay. So his hand is now smaller. Oh, wow. If I'll erase this background part here. Okay. So how many versions do you go through until you come up with a, a final illustration? I hope to do it in three. A lot of times it's a lot more than that. Okay. Let's go with, let's go Cosmic Copper here for right now. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. We already talked about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was a great, that was an awesome. All right. First version of Cosmic Copper sketch looks kind of like this. I was, uh, he was going to have a robot character that we hadn't, we hadn't designed yet. Right. We hadn't designed the Cosmic Copper yet. So I was thinking maybe he's, this is kind of a, a hill or a street, lump in a street and some buildings in the background and maybe cars flying through the air. Um, different versions of ways to make this little robot. We decided to make him kind of where he kind of hovers, kind of, yep, kind of yep. like that. And started focusing in a little more on what the copper might look like if we had him. Oh, and we, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't like the scene he was in yet. I mean, I was kind of working on a face here. He kind of looked like Ted Danson for a while. <laughs> That's true. And and then uh, I just I, I found it. I just come up with a new background here, partly from downtown where I'm living, and partly from some oh, some movies. Okay. And we got a little farther yet. Okay. A little bit tighter still. We haven't really nailed what we're going to have him look like yet, but we're kind of. We're kind of coming into a good phase here on on the robot. Definitely, yeah, that's very much what the robot looked like. I wanted to work in this final here. I got the final is kind of a warm on the upper right to a cool on the yeah. on the left. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was and, a fantastic piece of art. We not only was it part of the Odyssey Adventure Club, but of course we made that a poster in Clubhouse Magazine. So uh, yeah. all, all the Clubhouse readers got that as yeah. well. And then we did a little character design for of Connie for inside of that that's right that was a great one. Oh yeah and I ended up with this one here of Connie 
but beforehand I'm, I'm looking for futuristic eyeglasses. So if we go back to the future down here. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy from the fifties was really funny. Exactly. Yeah. Like, kind of colander glasses. That's a little scary actually. <laughs> and ended up with, I liked this right here with the, you know, maybe, maybe Connie could get information that she could read on her glasses in the future. So that's a lot of fun. So, so take us back to the very beginning, Gary, if, if we had to start from scratch now and uh, do you use geometric shapes? How do you get the, the basic design and, and uh, perspective on the different characters? Yeah. You know, in, in school, they teach you to draw a ball and a box and a cylinder and you just, you're bored with it and you wonder why do I have to draw this all the time? But everything ends up being a box or a ball or a cylinder. Okay. And if if you can draw those and know at all times how to draw that and how to shade it, then you can pretty much draw anything because an arm turns into a cylinder and a head turns into a, a box or even a circle in a box, but it's turned sideways. So, you know, you got the chin on it and you put the ear back there on the backside of the box. Okay. Cheekbone and you got the nose in there you've got it all because you can draw the box but if you couldn't draw the box that whole thing is just gonna it's gonna morph out of shape like this or I don't know, like oh, it, wow. some, something weird will happen to it like this and you go how come i can't draw faces right because <laughs> you haven't learned to draw the box in this in the circles and the cylinders yet um let's go eugene okay that's a great place to start yeah eugene so drawing some circles just kind of getting, sometimes I, I'll just draw several circles to, to see if I got a circle that just kind of feels like this could be a Eugene shape to start with the cranium. Yes, maybe, that's maybe, important for Eugene is you had to get the brain right. Yes, pick that. And <laughs> Eugene's got a little bit of a long chin. His ear's going to go in, in here somewhere and his, his hair's going to come back in the back. Now the old, the old Eugene had big old hair, so it'd be, yeah, <laughs> it'd be here. See, and we did a big crop in the back and in the big glasses. So that was that was how we started old old Eugene, new Eugene. I put the glasses on later, so I'm I'm figuring out where his eyes are going to go, what kind of plane. This would be the top of his cheek line here. Okay. This would be I kind of pick where the nose would go. Maybe it's a, it's a sometimes a little V like this. I'll, I'll put in where in a in a mouth. Sometimes it will come off the face like a V. So since at this moment I don't know what expression he's he's having. That's how I'm kind of, kind of starting that. This would be like the front edge. If his, if his head was a box. Yep. This, uh, this line here is this line here. Gotcha. Okay. And oh, like, okay. maybe this is his eyebrows and his, and his cheekbones and, and it's going like that. So I'm getting the nose in here. I like to draw a shadow just on, under the nose to kind of give me a, a light source to start, start playing with mm -hmm. and where the mouth would go and about where the chin. So I've got kind of his proportions set. You know, maybe he's going to be looking at the ground. So I'm going to tilt him down, looking at the ground and figure out some eyelashes. Where his eyes, where's he's, he's going to be looking right here. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get his eyes to point at that point. Eyelashes are going to come down. Then there's a really cool tool, smudge tool. I oh, can just huh? whole mouth out, or I could, I could get it started. Okay, it might it might look a little like that. And then I can sketch over the top of that. 
you know, cheeks are the cheeks when you smile, cheeks kind of ball up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it turns into a ball. So that would be an indicator there on where that's going to go. Uh, ears will come up a little bit when you smile. So his neck will fit into his body. Um, that would be if I was just starting his face and that doesn't look a whole lot like him right now, but it, it would. In a As you were drawing your Eugene, what I was amazed with was the dimension, because that's mm -hmm. I, I'm totally two dimensional. I could never draw a dimension, <laughs> which is why I'm a writer oh. and not an illustrator. Yeah. So can you take it back into like, yeah. draw something super simple that maybe any yeah. any kid learning to draw who's just sort of learning how to put that third dimension on it, because I never learned that. Good idea. So I got a horizon line first, and there's going to be a barn back there. It's going to go back in here. But to make this come forward, like you're, you're saying perspective, I'm going to pretend like it's on a, on a checkerboard mm -hmm. or, you know, what's in floor, something mm -hmm. like that. So now that's automatically going back. So anything I put in the foreground up here is going, you're going to know it's in the foreground because I'm going to be, I'm going to be swooping everything back, back into this area. And if I want the barn as, as my main focus, I'm going to put the barn in here, 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 or here. So, so the barn's pretty much covering up this whole kind of sweet spot here. And I'm going to do width pointing at the barn and waving somebody on, come over here, you know? Okay. <laughs> That's wit. There he is, the mustache, once we saw that, we knew yeah. it was wit. Mustache and this, and then the uh, the Albert Einstein here. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, so, so he's kind of, you guys got to see what I got over, over at the barn. Something's happening at the barn. So his, his legs are a little, a little bent because there's some action going on. You, you rarely want to draw somebody just standing statically, just doing nothing. So there's there's rough. Here's being wit's midline and, and like I'm saying there, like his if his body was a box, boom. There, and, you know, there's the box back here. That box is going to follow. And there's a box on top. You know, for the for this part, what do they call that up above the hayloft. Right, right. You've got your weather vane up there and your lightning rods and your 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 top loft square and door comes out like that. And okay, so oh yeah, you were wanting to know okay, so this is how elements I would use it looks like wit's actually taller than the barn if you took away the floor. But since I've got the floor going that way, maybe there's a path to the barn. So the path will get it's bigger up close and gets smaller in back. Now, now I'm telling you, I'm telling you the barn's in the distance, and and then shadow underneath wit. So you want to tell where the sun is from. So I'm gonna have the sun up up here, shining down on wit, so that it's gonna cast a shadow from the barn to going that way. Maybe there's a tree over here, so we got a shadow down on the ground, also forcing you, just forces your eye to look up at wit by having that dark dark patch over there right so that's kind of how I, I would start 
start a scene like this. You make it look really easy. I mean, really. I mean, I, I can't believe that, you know, that, that would take me like weeks to accomplish what you just drew right there. You've got certain observational skills, I think, hardwired into you, Gary, that the, the average person just doesn't, uh, and able to perceive things. And, and I wonder too, when you're dealing with uh, characters, people, uh, how important is it to understand anatomy and the way that the Huge. body is built, and the way that muscles tend to work together? Huge. Is there a part of uh, the human face that is maybe the hardest for you to oh, draw? Or maybe just, there's a trick to it that, that you could uh, teach us. Good question. If you're, if you're just going to, if I'm a kid and I'm sitting in front of a mirror wanting to draw something, draw eyes first. Hmm. Um, draw, draw an eyebrow. You know, some, I like to start with an eyebrow first. My, my friend Tom will, my friend Tom starts right here. It's just amazing how he, he does, he constructs an, an entire character from the, from this spot over. Wow. Anyway, I start, I start with an eyebrow. And then this, 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 uh, bone right here uh -huh. is spot right there. So it, and, and skin kind of hangs off of that. And the eyelid tucks up underneath this little area here. Mm -hmm. And then just really, you know, I'm talking to kids now, just really pay attention to what is going on. The eyeball is back inside inside of this socket and is covered with skin. And my friend Tom, again, I'll go back to him. He, he portrays this eyelid as a piece of bacon that's on top of a <laughs> So you, you, you've got a ball on a, on a billiard table uh -huh. and strap a, a piece of bacon. It's actually got a, a thick side to it over the top of this billiard ball. And I'll delete that area. And then, okay, you know, the, there's, ah. there's the number on the ball. Uh -huh. <laughs> there, there's another strap of bacon that goes underneath that, and it wraps around here, and and it kind of goes down, down like that. So that's that's this area here. It's overshadowed by the the top one, but the the more you really just pay attention to what things are happening there, you'll be really surprised how cool it looks when you're drawing it. And then if you really want to surprise your friends at home and 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 your uncle Bill is shade this in and take your eraser and put that on it. Oh, now it's now it's wet. So uh huh. Got some reflection going on. Darkest, there, huh? darkest spot. You know your is your iris there because the lights going inside that eyeball and just hanging out in a dark cave. Yeah. And they just hit that little slick spot there and just pop that up. And, and all your friends are going, oh, how did you do that? And so just a really easy trick. So Gary, as I'm watching you draw, um, you just have a lot of action, a lot of swooping in your lines. Uh, I remember when I was learning how to draw, I would just grip my pencil so tightly mm, here and yeah. I'd be so worried about the details and I would end up with these terrible looking lines. So uh, what, what kind of tips do you have uh, for kids like me? Man, I wish I'd have known this when I was a kid because I was always drawing right down on the just the very nib of the pencil where you couldn't even see any wood. Yeah. And, man, if you can hold it clear up by the eraser and, and move your pencil on your paper with with that, you get much better arcing lines than you do when you're really just just squeezing it down the end. Oh, cool. Or you can turn your pencil sideways, and I'll hold it up to the camera like this, like if you were uh, showing – if you were in a commercial and you're showing, I got Wrigley's gum, and you smile, <laughs> hold, hold it like that with all four fingers on the top and your thumb on the bottom, and then you can kind of draw with the long, 
long side of the pencil, you know, just making fatter marks as you go across the paper. I can't do it with this digital pen, but but it's, it's just holding it like, yeah, hey, check out my gum. So let's talk about hands because okay. I can't imagine even trying to draw a hand. And there was a, a classic clubhouse cover that you drew for us years and years ago for a, it was a Mother's Day cover, and you drew a six-fingered mom. And we didn't even notice that she had six fingers on one of her hands until some kids wrote us and said, hey, that mom's got six fingers. I can't say, well, you draw a block here and curve the block. A lot of people have that going on. And I take it, I take it this way. Um, you, if I've got an arm and I'm, and I'm wanting him to say, ta-da, I'm, I'm getting this arc first. And I don't, then I'll build I'll build the hand out of it, and maybe I want it to, to say a little more panache to the ta-da. So, okay. and I try to figure out oh I kind of like that or I don't or or this you know maybe this uh, this fist there's a fist here and and he's like I can't believe you did this. Yeah, I got that going first, and then. I, I decide on which which uh, which look I like. I'm going to go with this. I can't believe you did this hand. Okay. And start then knowing that I've got a knuckle here. I've got I got the, the four finger bones here. that are going to be knuckles here. Always attach always attach your your arm to the hand over here. A lot of people will attach it here, and it bugs me. <laughs> it doesn't go that way. If you look, look at your hand, a lot of times there's this great line that goes here. Yeah, now, there's right. a little muscle here. Yeah, but it's it's not going to hit in the middle. So I was thinking this hand was I was looking at it from the top, but I'm going to drop from. You're looking at the palm because it's got all the muscles in the palm. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So it's this hand. So there's muscles, yeah, top of the top of the hand part, the <clears throat> thumbs coming up here, and <clears throat> if you. If you spend too much time on the on on drawing just the, the knuckles and stuff in the hand, you're going to get stiff looking hands. So make sure you've got a good line for for you know, kind of squint your eyes a little bit. Go, okay, the hand should. It's trying to tell this story right here. There's like, oh, I can't believe you did that. So all right, now I've kind of got. I, I like the way that's moving. Maybe the finger's too long, and I need to I need to move it a little bit. But and I draw long fingers. But I can always come in later and, and shrink it up. But I'm trying to tell the story mm-hmm. first of this. This is a frustrated, a frustrated. I can't believe you did that hand. You have a. You almost have a sixth sense, Gary, in terms of uh, the the not just the gravity, but the, there's so many different things that those of us like Jesse and I we would maybe be able to tell something wasn't quite right if we looked at it, Yeah. but yet you could tell why. And I think that's the difference between you and duffers like us. <laughs> yeah, I can't write a song and I can't write a story, so we're even. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for lending your talents for all these years to Adventures in Odyssey. I know you have a lot of fans out there, and you've got two fans right here. We yeah, really love your work. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Gary. You're welcome. See you later. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. 
You can see Gary's art on all the albums, of course, on the website, and uh, for that matter, every month in the Odyssey Adventure Club. That's right. And don't forget about in Clubhouse Magazine, where we feature Gary's art in Connie and our Jones and Parker mystery every month. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's all for this edition of the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. Visit us online at witsend.org slash podcast, or give us a call at 1-800-A-FAMILY. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, reminding you that with God in your life, every day is an adventure.